Welcome to another episode of the Unreal Podcast. My name is Ishtar and I'm joined by Vegas D. Today we're talking NBA playoffs. The first series we're diving into is Dallas versus Los Angeles. And what a game last night was. Dallas ends up taking it late. Los Angeles had a bunch of opportunities at then, but they couldn't finish. What happened? What happened is fucking Terrence Mann's afraid to take a layoff. That's what happened. Luka Doncic had about 42 points. Everybody was getting it done. Nobody could capitalize late for the Clippers, even though they made a small run. Paul George was in foul trouble in the third. You need to keep him in the game with four fouls. It's a pivotal game five. Now they got to come back here in Dallas and win game six. I think they will win game six, and then I think they'll come back and win game seven. But it's fucking bad because Lucas snapping and guys like Tim Hardaway are helping with 20 points. In 45 minutes played, which Tim Hardaway played the most minutes out of everybody that game. I think the issue's deeper than just uh, that one play. I mean, Luka has proven time and time out that he is the best player in this series. You got Finney Smith playing defense that has, like, it looks like he's the best defender on the court most of the time. Kawhi's not doing what Kawhi usually does. That, that last shot Kawhi took was just absolutely horrid. Horrid. You have so much time. You could dribble it back up to the top, reset for another shot, and you take that fadeaway three from the corner. Terrence Mann, I completely understand what happened. Terrence Mann is not supposed to have the ball in that position. Okay? Terrence Mann, if I'm Paul George, I'm a star. They pay me $40 million. I'm taking that shot. I don't care if Terrence Mann's wide open under the hoop. You don't pass the ball to guys who aren't stars, but even their stars couldn't finish. Paul George should have took the shot. Terrence Mann choked at the end. It's not his spot to have the ball in game five at the end of the game. Luka Doncic has just proved, proved to be the best player in the series time and time again. He drops 42 yesterday with uh, 14 assists on 17 of 37 shooting, 6 of 12 from 3. This guy is just absolutely dominating. I saw a stat the other day that said, there's only one other player who's dropped over 40 and 14 assists in a playoff game, and that's LeBron James. This guy looks like a young LeBron, and he's going to take over this league. He doesn't have the supporting cast that you know you would hope for that the Clippers team is supposed to have. But guys like Tim Hardaway, he didn't shoot great last night, 6 of 19, but he played 45 minutes. He was there the whole game. Shot 3 of 10 from 3, but... He was still plus six in the plus minus, got 20 points. Dorian Finney-Smith, you're not expecting a whole lot out of Dorian Finney-Smith, but he plays good defense, and he got the job done. Boban was inserted into the starting lineup. I found that to be a little interesting, but I, I kind of saw the angle. He's just not the player that, that you know, that's going to do much for you. You know and what I mean? The reason the reason they went ahead and put Boban in the lineup is so that they could force the Clippers to shoot more threes. Because if you look at the last few games of the Clippers won, Kawhi and Paul George were getting to the lane at will. So putting Boban in the lineup, letting him clog up the paint was something that was, I mean, I thought it worked out good. And when you look at the Clippers side, you see guys like Reggie Jackson, while he did shoot six of 12 from downtown, he shot 12 threes. You look at Marcus Morris, he shot eight threes. Their game plan was to ultimately make the Clippers shoot threes. And while they did knock down some threes, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard aren't getting to the lane like how they were these last two games, which Kawhi, so, 20 points, Paul George, 23. As a team, they shot pretty well from three. They shot 14 of 38, 40, uh, which was 36%. It's not bad. But at the same time, 
If I'm any of these guys, I'm dragging Boban out to the three-point line, and I'm driving in on him every time. You saw Paul George do it a few times where he drive in, do that little slow uh, Euro step, and hit the shot. That's what you need to be doing the whole time. It's like, at the end of the day, would you rather have the best player in the series, who's been Luka, or the next two? And Luka's just proven like how LeBron James has done many times over his career. You want the best player and just it's it's Lucas series. It's Lucas league. And like I said before, the Clippers are not going to win the series. The Mavericks are winning this series and winning the West because Luca is the best player in the Western conference right now. I agree with the take that Luca is the best player in the series. hundred percent. I mean, look at his stats, look at what he's done, but I'm still confident that the Clippers are going to win this series. I think they're going to come back in Dallas. They're going to win game six. They're going to come back game seven to LA. And they're going to get the job done. They could win game six. Don't get me wrong. There's been this, uh, there's been this interesting trend in the series where the, there hasn't been a home win, which I've like, I mean, the home crowd really isn't much of a factor in these two stadiums because there's not many people that can come to the game. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, What's to say that Dallas doesn't finish it? Why would you watch these games and think that Dallas is going to win? It does, I, mean, it, I don't see it. I don't see anything sh- telling me that's going to happen. They need Luka, to, they need they to switch up the defense. Stop him. They need to they, switch up the defense. Tyron Lue's a terrible coach. Like I've said before, he's not a good coach. That 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 the play he drew up at the end of the game. Why? Why are you throwing Kawhi in the corner? Like, like you don't set a screen for him to get his guy off of him or anything. He goes in the corner. He stands there, takes a terrible shot. Like, what are you doing? If I was dumb, I'd let Rondo make the play for that uh, for that uh, final play because he would have drew something up that was better. Tyron Lue's a terrible coach. That's why this Clippers team won't do much. It's different when you got guys like LeBron who are actually coaching, like how he did with the Cavaliers back in the day, uh, back in 2016, that are coaching the team as he's playing. But this team doesn't have that. Rondo hasn't been on the team long enough to like be able to do something. Rondo, speaking of fucking Rondo, okay, Rondo fucking sucked. He went all six from the field, all three from downtown. He was fucking minus 19 in 20 minutes. Okay. So if they're gonna win this next game, Rondo needs to start playing better. You benched Patrick Beverly for him. Nobody was playing besides Rondo and Man off the bench, really. Zubak played because of foul trouble, but Rondo and Man are your only two guys that are really playing off the bench. Other than that, you got guys like Batum playing 33 minutes. You got guys like fucking. I like Batum. I like Batum. Honestly, I think Batum. I I think Batum does his job very well, which is a little bit of defense. Is very short right now. It's literally seven people. Rondo, Man. I mean, then you throw in Zubak here and there, but Zubak only comes in because of foul trouble. And then you got the starting five. Here's my big. Rondo has short... to be great for them to win this series. He has to. Rondo doesn't have to be great for them to win this series. Yes, he does. Paul George has to be great for them to win this series. You know, Paul Kawhi Leonard. Cool. Paul George was good. Yeah, Paul George was good. 7 of 14, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Is, plus is, 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 is Paul George a top 15 player when they signed him a top 10 player in this league. Paul George is not the reason they're losing these games. Answer the question. Do yeah, you consider him Paul? Great. Okay. Paul so George why is he great. shooting? Is is he a great shooter? Yeah. He's shooting is, is, it, is, is it the, the, the grunt of his like Paul George's game 
not defense anymore. It's more of his offense. Then why is he shooting 15 shots in the game? Why is Kawhi shooting 19 shots in the I game? I told you because they let the other Clippers players shoot threes, clogged up the paint, and gave other people opportunities. If you look at the no. game, Reggie Jackson that- shot fucking 12 threes. How are you going to tell me no? Reggie Jackson shot 12 threes. Marcus Morris shot eight threes. When the fuck do, does Reggie okay. Jackson? Reggie Jackson Marcus shot 12 threes, but he shot 50% from three. Morris shot 50% from three. He shot four of eight. What's the issue? That. Kawhi shot one of seven. You're three. asking me why is George only taking 14 shots? That is why. Okay, Other can I ask you a question? What, what, is, what is the Mavericks offense right now? The Mavericks get the ball offense, to Luka and get the fuck out of the way. No, the Mavericks offense is get the ball to Luka. Whoever uh, uh, Reggie Jackson is guarding, you set them up in the pick and roll. You drive, and if the guy from the corner drops down, he kicks it out to the guy uh, in the corner for three. Why don't the Maver- uh, the Clippers do that? I don't get it. The Clippers can do the same exact thing with Boban. Whoever Boban's guarding, you set the pick and roll on him. You take him. You drive one-on-one all day, or you pull up for the three. Why aren't they doing that? It's crazy how much better the Mavericks offense is running right now. But the Clippers coaching is just so bad. Tyron Lue is going to be the reason they lose the series. They need to set it up where they pull up Boban every time. They pull up Porzingis every time. And they drive on that guy. And once that help, uh, that weak side help comes, you kick it to the corner for the three. You see that yeah. Morris is hitting his threes. You see that Jackson is hitting his threes. Do it. That's why the, the 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 Mavericks will not win. They are not good enough to win this series. I mean, the Clippers. Are, not the Mavericks. The Clippers, excuse me. Well, the Clippers are, are not. I still the think Clippers are win. not going to win because their coaching isn't good enough and they're just dumb. They're we're winning dumb. game six and then we're coming back and we're winning game seven. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that you delusional, delusional man. All right, now let's jump into the fucking other LA series. I don't even want to think about last game, but let's go ahead and talk about it. Dennis Schroeder <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> let's talk about how much Dennis Schroeder fucking sucks. This is a guy that just turned down $84 million. Once again, I repeat, $84 million because he thought he was better than that. I mean, let's just look at his fucking stats. All of nine from the field, all of four from downtown, uh, in 25 minutes played. I mean, you guys are wondering why the Lakers got fucking smacked. Let's look at the whole starting note. five. Let's look at the whole starting five. You got LeBron you James. Any turnovers. Okay. Let's look at LeBron James. 24 points. Okay. Let's look at Dennis Schroeder. Zero points. Let's look at Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Zero <laughs> points. Let's look at Markeith Morris inserted into the starting lineup. Four points. And let's look at Andre Drummond. Seven points. I don't think in NBA history that the starting lineup besides one player, a.k.a. LeBron James, who always shows up, fucking scored seven and four points. Those are the only two other players to score in the starting lineup. These guys fucking suck, okay? Ship everybody off. Here's the new offense. You're going to start fucking Macklemore. This is what I would do, but it's obviously not going to happen. You start Macklemore, you put him in the fucking corner. You start Drummond just to grab rebounds. You start Harrell. You take your second best shooter, which I don't know who it is right now because nobody can knock down a shot. As you see, Schroeder 0 for 4. Matthews 1 for 5. Kuzma 1 for 5. Caruso 1 for 5. None of these guys can fucking shoot. You take another guy, you put him in another fucking corner, and you get LeBron James the ball in the post. And when they double, you dish it out. When they don't, you fucking score. 
That's the only way they're going to win because Anthony Davis is fucking made of glass and is injured every game. I've seen LeBron frustrated. I've never seen LeBron defeated. This man <laughs> walked off the court with six minutes left in the game. Yeah, because he saw guys like fucking oh my Alex God, Russell bro. and Kyle Kuzma trying to fucking run the offense. <laughs> Listen, I've always, always, always said that LeBron, I always take him in a series. He's always going to win. I was so wrong about this series. I thought the Lakers were going to win in five, if healthy, if healthy. But I still thought that they would win the series just with LeBron. But these guys are showing how bad they are. This team is so horrid. It's disgusting. And I'm not going to take away from the Suns. I'm not going to take away from the Suns. Devin Booker is a mother Mm-mm. beast, beast, okay? I always, 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 always thought Devin Booker was a good player. People would tell me Devin Booker's a great player. I said Devin Booker will not be a great player until he wins in the playoffs. And Devin Booker, on 33 minutes the other day, showed up, dropping 30 points, had seven rebounds, five assists. That's a beautiful, beautiful stat line from your two-guard on a winning team, on a good team. If my two guard on a good team does that, I'm happy every time. Every time I'm going to be ecstatic because that's just great play. Chris Paul still banged up, still able to give you nine points. It was good. Eight and eight points, whatever. Cameron Payne off the bench. Are we just not going to acknowledge that Cameron Payne is just looking Cameron amazing? Cameron Payne would be the second best player on the Lakers right now. He would. He would. If I was the Lakers Lakers right now, if I was the Lakers right now, I would start Cameron Payne. Like, like that's how good Cameron Payne has been. Honestly, I'm looking at the bench of the Suns, and almost all these guys could start for the Lakers right now based on the way they look. When you look at the Lakers, I mean, it's like, where are you going to get your scoring? Dennis Schroeder is not a shooter, bro. He's not like a. He's not a bucket getter. He's not a guy you give the ball to and say. It's like, what does Dennis Schroeder do good? He's like. Yeah, rah, I yell and I play good defense, I guess, on small guards. But if you put somebody that's 6'5 on me, I can't do shit on them. Okay. KCP has just been a lost cause after LeBron had to yell at him to fucking shoot. And it somebody seems like he's even more scared. Powers. Somebody just stole his powers. He, just he never had powers in the first place. He was no, just KCP a spot up shooter with LeBron. Player. KCP wasn't a fucking bad player. He's he was never a good player. He was never a good player. He was a J.R. Smith, but J.R. Smith was better. Don't fucking disrespect J.R. Smith by comparing him to KCP. I would never, okay? never. J.R. Smith, Smith was way better. not afraid to shoot. KCP is legitimately catching the ball and looking for someone else to pass. He's not even looking at the basket. He's just catching yeah, the ball. Yeah, I mean, Henny Smith, right Henny Smith, give me Henny Smith all day. He'll make the shot. Marcus Morris taking two shots, playing 10 minutes. I don't get it. Like, why start Mark him if he's only going to play? Yeah. Mark, Mark Keefe, excuse me. Why why start him if he's only going to play Both 10 Morris minutes? Morris is fucking suck, okay? Drummond, I mean, it's like... Even if AD comes back, are they good enough to win the series? If he comes back, they'll win this game. I mean, I think they'll win game six just because of LeBron James if he finds a way to do it. Others got to make shots. I mean, if this stat line is going to happen again where you only get 11 points from your fucking starting lineup besides LeBron James, how do you only score 11 points in your starting lineup besides LeBron James? Unbelievable. Here's the other thing. It's like this is GOAT conversation right now. This is like player ranking conversation in today's game. 
If LeBron gets bounced out of the first round, not his fault. Not his fault. What do you mean it's not his fault? He's the best player. Lineup scored eleven points. I don't care. He's the best player. He's the best player on the best team. Okay, he's supposed to win this series. He's the best player. You put Luca on this team. I bet you they play good though. I bet you they play better. I bet you they win this. And they won't do fucking shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Luca's supporting cast is way better than LeBron's supporting cast. Eh, not really. Not yeah, fucking really. really. Yeah, really. Not really. Yeah, Luca really. looks like the 2007 or 2000, 2007 Cavs that LeBron took to the fucking finals. That's what Luca's team looks like. Okay. No, LeBron's team. LeBron's team looks like the 2007 Cavs that he took to the finals, but he just ain't got the juice anymore. I refuse to say that the series is over because LeBron James. I just the NBA is better with LeBron James playing in the playoffs. So. I'm not saying it's fixed. I'm not saying anything like that. Then we'll know. But, you know what? I'll know if the series is over or not. When we turn on the fucking TV right before the game starts, and I can just get a look at LeBron James before the game starts. If I see a locked in LeBron James, I see a fucking LeBron James on a mission, then I'm going to go. I'm going to open up my FanDuel account, and I'm going to go place a bet on the Lakers. <laughs> I see LeBron James locked in and fucking pregame shoot around, which is not fucking around. Hey, it's on everybody. Hey, get ready. KCP fucking shoot the ball. Uh, Andre Drummond fucking play like Andre Drummond because he fucking sucks. If, if listen, LeBron's locked in, they'll win the game. The game, the game, the stats aren't even worth looking at, to be honest with you, because it was just such a bad game, bro. But it was like, like I'm looking at the stat line. It's just pathetic. You know what I mean? The uh, the assist, uh, like, you don't even 14 have to assist? look at the stat line. You don't even have to I mean, like, it's just disgusting. Like, they you just suck. the game. Nobody can make a shot. Nobody can make yeah, a shot. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just... I'm not betting against LeBron. I'll tell you that. I, I, I've just learned that too much. He's gone down 3-2 before. And it's LeBron fucking James, bro. And I think AD's gonna... You think AD's playing tonight or what? He's questionable. I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's... I, think, I think AD pulls it together and plays tonight. I honestly don't think AD plays tonight, and I really don't. But let me tell you something. You have to be a fool to bet against LeBron James. I know this looks juicy, but I I, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. Moving on to the other game that's happening tonight, the Blazers versus the Nuggets. That last game when it's a double OT and it was just one to remember. Big game Dame scored 55 on 17 of 24 shooting. Do you know how unreal it is to score 55 points on 17 of 24 shooting? He played 52 minutes and had added 10 assists to it too. The guy was out of his mind. It's 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 crazy when you watch Damian Lillard because it's like when he shoots the ball, you you think it's gonna go in. This this guy is so good at what he does. The problem with Damian Lillard is he will never win anything of significance. In Portland. Yeah. He's got to get out of there. You look at the rest of the team. CJ McCollum played 51 minutes, scored 18 points, had a crucial, crucial, just bad turnover at the end of the game where he stepped out of bounds. Carmelo played 30 minutes off the bench. Uh, the rest of the team is just like. It's the like, same story. Same it's story. the same story every year with him. Uh, the Nuggets are, are just clearly the better team. Jokic is just such a good player. He had 38 points. Options. Huh? Yeah, they. I mean, they just have so many guys who can get a bucket. You got Jokic, who almost got a triple-double, 38, uh, 11, and 9. Porter, 
had 26 points on 13 shots. Like 26 and 12 on 13 shots. Efficient. This kid yeah. is the truth. Yeah. Honestly, I you wish no harm on anybody, but Jamal Murray going down could have been the best thing that happened for Michael Porter. It gave him more shots. It, it gave him an, him an opportunity to be himself. Uh you got Morris who came off the bench, seven of eighteen for twenty with twenty eight points, but he was working the free throw line. Ten of eleven from the free throw line, shot four of nine from three. Had a nice game. Austin Rivers apparently is a great defender because he's the one that's playing defense at the end of the game all the time. Uh, Compazzo, I just fuck with Compazzo. I think he's dope. And uh, Aaron Gordon uh, had a solid game, six of eleven. But the team just plays well. Jokic runs that team. He gets everybody open shots, and if he can't get somebody an open shot. He's going to go get the bucket himself. Uh, you had the Nuggets shooting 48% from the field and 45% from three. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't a defensive game by any means because uh, the Blazers did the same thing. You know, they, they shot 45% and 43% from three. Both teams just shot very, very well. At the end of the day, the better player won the game and, and the better team won the game. And while well, Lillard is just one of my favorite players right now, and I think he's one of the best players in the league. Jokic is just better. Yeah. I mean, it's the same story every year for the Blazers. Damian Lillard, occasionally CJ McCollum, and then nobody else. It's really what it is, and that's what it comes down to. They always it's, grab it's, someone. It's, it's, it's always, them two and scrubs. Yeah. I mean, they always grab a solid pickup like a Norman Powell or – or anyone else, but it's ultimately not enough for them to ever be good enough to win a championship. Now, game six is in Portland, and the Blazers are minus five. What do you think about that? I mean, honestly, it's – I think it goes to seven, but I think Denver ends up taking it just because – I feel bad for him. Did you see him in the press conference the other day? He was just, like, at a loss for words. But, like, the – can that team bounce back from a double OT loss? You got Denver riding on it super high where it's like they have all of the confidence in the world to do what they need to do. But at the same time, the Blazers are just like down, like losing a double OT. You put so much time and effort into that game. Damian Lillard plays 50, 50 something minutes. CJ McCollum plays 50 something minutes. It's demoralizing. Can you come back from that mentally? And I think if anybody can come back from that mentally, it's Damian Lillard. He's just like the guy's brain is just like calluses. Like he he feels nothing. Like he's built different. This guy. You know how uh, Chad Johnson always says, "I eat McDonald's because I built calluses in my body, so I can't feel nothing. I don't get hurt." Like Damian Lillard doesn't get hurt, bro. He doesn't care. He's gonna go out there and ball. Now, the thing is, you have to surround Damian Lillard with defenders. Covington isn't really a defense is like the only defender he's okay but nobody else can play defense on that team when it comes to this team the best option they have this offseason is if you can't get anybody you might as well scratch it down because you ain't ever gonna win with just dame cj's cool he got he's like a top 30 player in the league but he's not gonna help you win a championship you know what i mean like this team I'm saying it's Denver. Fuck it. I'm changing my take. It's Denver. Denver's taking the series. They're winning this next game just because it's so tough to come back from that. I don't think it's Dame that's going to have an issue. I think it's the other players that are going to have an issue. Yeah, I think Denver takes this. I like Denver plus five in this game. I really do. 
Um, I think it's going to be a close game if it comes down to the wire. I think it will come down to the wire. I don't see either team blowing each other out. I like Denver with plus five. They opened at plus four. I like Denver in the points here. And then, obviously, I like the Lakers minus two. I don't. Next game. I like the Lakers. No. No, 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 no. I, I don't agree with the Lakers thing. Maple Center is going to be rocking. Hopefully, these guys can just make shots. If AD plays, I'm definitely taking Lakers, but I'm taking Lakers regardless with or without AD in this game. And on to the last series, we got the Bucks and the Nets. This is the NBA Finals, in my opinion. This I agree. Is the two best teams in the NBA facing off in the second round. Whoever wins this is winning the finals. We got the Nets at minus 200, Bucks at plus 160. I would put it around the Nets minus 300, not minus 200. I like that value. I think they ultimately get it done in six games. And you could bet the Nets to win 4-2 and get it at plus 440, which I like those odds. The thing is, like we said before, the the best matchup for the Nets is the Bucks. When you look at stylistically how they play and how, where their guys fit in, I mean, the Heat can play defense. They could they could stop you in that way. The Nets can't play defense. Giannis is going to be able to run right through, and if he can't run through, he's going to find Middleton for the open shot. He's going to find Drew Holiday for the open shot. I know the Nets can put up 130, 140, whatever, and you have to score like that. But the Bucks can do that. They can go and put 130 up, and they can play that super hard defense that people are going to have a hard time stopping. Drew Holiday, great defender. Giannis, great defender. Middleton, very good defender. P.J. Tucker, great defender. Okay, but let me cut you off right there. You're saying how all these guys are good defenders and great defenders. And, and they can get a bucket. Defenders. Okay. Them being good defenders and great defenders is not enough to stop the Nets. Just because you're a good defender and a great defender doesn't mean you're going to guard James Harden, KD, and Kevin. Wait, 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 wait. That's not what I'm saying. These are the three best scorers in the league, okay? That's not what I'm saying. defender when it comes to these guys? Hold up. They are the three best, okay? Right now, Luka is the best scorer in this league. No, Let's not get that mixed. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's going up against the best best two wings in the league, isn't he? Aren't Kawhi and Paul George the best two wings in the league? No. Who's the best wing in the league when it comes to defending? I'll take Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the best defending wing in the league? I'll take Kevin Durant because of his length over Kawhi Leonard and Paul George defending. As a defender? Yes. You're a fucking idiot. No, I'm not. Oh, my God. You're so dumb. Okay, yeah. Really? Really? They're the best wing defenders? And why is Luka fucking dropping 45 a game? Why? Because Luka's the best player in the NBA. Oh, but they're the best wing defenders. But because Luke is the best player in the league. If you fucking put Kevin Durant on him, I guarantee it doesn't you matter. we'll try that fadeaway shot. Let me and tell, you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, Kevin Durant's almost seven foot. He's not sending back shit on Luca. How about that? Lucas okay, is the best fucking player in the league right now. Okay. You're talking about Kevin Durant like he's not a good defender. Kevin Durant's a great defender when he wants to play defense. He's a great defender. He's a great defender now. Kevin Durant's a great defender. Giannis. Yes, okay, we'll see. Listen, my argument was going to be that you don't stop these guys. You contain them. But the thing is, shit. now you got me on something else. Nobody can guard Luka in this league. I don't give a fuck who you are. Kawhi was supposedly the best defender in the NBA, and he is. But Luka is that fucking good. 
That's the difference. Who has Luka, that best defender in the NBA? Because he's fucking. If you tell guard. me KD is the best defender in the league, I'm gonna Listen, fucking ram my head through a wall. There's a, a wall difference right. between playing defense in the regular season and playing defense in the postseason. Okay. Mm, okay. When these guys on the Nets want to lock in and play defense. Superstars like Kyrie, guys like James Harden, who you never see playing defense. But guess what? He'll go. He'll play defense in the postseason. Oh my God. When these guys lock in defensively. Wanna, they're very good. You. I just no. want to punch you right now. No, I just want to. I'm fucking you. right. Okay, you're gonna. No, because you're so dumb. Don't get me wrong. James Harden does play better defense. Kevin Durant does play better defense. But Kevin Durant, this is your problem. You've seen Kevin Durant make a couple fucking sick blocks, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's such a good defender." Oh wow. No, sick. not at all. Not at all. Kawhi is a good defender. Kawhi. Oh my god, bro. How it's are you okay. gonna tell me Kawhi's a great defender when Luca has dropped forty? They're comparing Luca to Michael Jordan right now. That's how bad of defense fucking. Kawhi how are you gonna playing. tell me? How are you gonna tell me KD's a great defender when fucking LeBron was averaging forty points on him? LeBron how? was averaging forty points because LeBron was the only one shooting on the fucking team. He had Kyrie Irving right next to him. He had Kevin Love next to him. He had J.R. Smith next to him. He had a bunch of shooters on him. Yeah, and they got him. fucking smacked. Whatever. They got fucking smacked, didn't they? And they got smacked, but okay. Wasn't LeBron averaging like forty points a game? Uh, why? No, why? Because you like can't. Thirties. Because you can't stop great players. You could just contain them. You could do your best to contain them. Well, they're surely okay. uh, fucking Kawhi's doing a good job of containing Luca. I'll tell you that when he's dropping fucking forty plus a game, I'm, triple doubles. Yeah, Luca's great. That's why Luca's the best player in the NBA. That's why he's doing that. Okay, but Luka back to the, the to back to the topic. Okay, he's not the fucking best player in the NBA. Not back to the topic. Luka Doncic is not the best player in the NBA. All right, Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. Not Luka Doncic, not oh anybody else. Oh my God, bro! Okay? Luka Doncic. You say Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA again? You're an idiot. In my opinion, you're a fucking idiot. Luka Doncic is the best player in the National Basketball Association right now, no, and I don't not. care what anyone says. No, I don't care what anyone says. Okay? So right now, you drop- right now, you're taking, you're playing in a series. You're taking oh! Luka Doncic over yes. Kevin Durant. Yes, yes. You know why? Because Kawhi, I've seen what he could do against KD, and I know he could do a better job guarding KD than he can. Against Luca, okay, because Luca's harder to guard. Luca does everything Luka's so not well. Harder to guard than Kevin Durant. Right now he is. No, he's 100% not. Hundred percent he is. Yes, no, he is. Not. No, he's not. Just because he's fucking torching the Clippers doesn't mean he's harder to guard than Kevin Durant. Do you understand who Kevin Durant is? Kevin Durant is the best scorer in NBA history. There's not a mm-hmm. single player in the NBA or uh-huh. single player in the past that has scored uh-huh. better and more efficiently than Kevin Durant. Mm. Okay, are you done now? Yeah, I am done. And I'm sure yeah, everybody there is a, would agree with me. There is a fucking player who's done it better. Luka fucking Doncic. That's who's done it fucking better, all right? Watch your mouth when you talk about Luka. Luka is the fucking king. They showed a stat. Uh, most points through the first 11 games. Only a few players had a fucking few uh, more points through their first 11 playoff games than Luka Doncic did. You know who some of those players were? None of them were Kevin Durant. I'll tell you that. Luka is fucking... I want playoff Luka on my fucking team. Because he's the best fucking player in the NBA right now. Yeah, Bar none. Nobody can touch shit. Luka Doncic. That's huh? why they're not going to win shit. They're not going to win shit. Yeah, they're up 3-2. They're up 3-2 against your favorites to the win to win the West. Yeah, The team yeah, that you said is going to win the West? West. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, because, you know, Kawhi Leonard, according to you, is the best defender in the league. But he's getting fucking torched by Luka. But anyways, like I said. You're saying Kevin Durant is. I don't see Kevin Durant playing defense. They're giving up 130 points a game. Because he doesn't need to play defense. I told you that. He only plays defense when it's a fucking mm. close game. 
Kevin Durant doesn't need to lock in. This series, right now, when we look at the Nets and the Bucks, you're going to see fucking Kevin Durant lock in defensively. No, you know you're going to see? Okay. You're not going to see Kawhi Leonard Garden. You're going to see. Time out. Time out. Time out. Why is it Kawhi guarding Luke? Isn't he the best defender in the league, according to you? He guards him in the fourth quarter. He doesn't guard fucking shit. He guards him in the fourth quarter. You save his energy up. guarding him. Did you not hear what I said earlier? Did you not hear what I said earlier? What do they do? Why are the Mavericks working so well right now? I understand because, they're setting picks. Because they take the weakest defender on the team. They set okay. them up in the well, pick and roll. The, the Clippers pick. always switch. Wait, wait, wait. Let stop me finish. Off. Let me finish. He can't do anything about the system that he's in. If the coach says, we're switching on everything, they're switching on everything. And that's what they do. They switch on everything. They set up the screen, uh, the pick and roll. And Terrence Mann, uh, uh, Terrence Mann ends up being the guy in front. Reggie Jackson ends up being the guy in front. Luka Doncic just cooks him every time. It's poor coaching. That's why Kawhi's not winning right now. You know what That's Kevin Durant would say? What? He'd say, fuck that shit. I'm stepping over the screen, and we're doubling. We're not fucking letting this guy score 45 every game on us. And that's what they would fucking uh, Yeah, you double, and, and then what happens? You're going to make that You double, and then what happens? You double, and then what happens? Luka I'll live with Hardaway shooting 100 threes. I'll live with Hardaway shooting 100 threes. And he'll make 40 of them. Okay, well, we already know that Luca could score 42, so let's see if Hardaway can make 100 threes. That's simple. Yeah. Don't fucking disrespect Kawhi Leonard, okay? Okay, Kawhi Leonard is not playing defense, and he's your best defender in the fucking league. It's not Kawhi's fucking fault. It's the system's fault. It's a poor system run by a poor coach who fucking sucks. Tyron Lue's never been a good coach. He's never done shit to actually help a team win. He's just there, okay? Now, back to the series. The Bucks are going... To win this series. Oh my god. Oh oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, what? Oh my god, what? You saw what they did against a great defensive team in the heat. What happened this year? They adjusted. The Bucks adjusted because they have a good coach. Okay. The coach hasn't won much in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. But they adjusted because they have a good coach. Giannis started looking more like a center when they were playing this team. Bam is a great defender. Bam is the one that's guarding Giannis most of the time. Giannis was playing like a center getting 17 and 17 or he's getting a double double 20 20 he was 20 and 15 a game it was perfect and he just found the open man every time this is what i imagined for the bucks from a long time ago this is exactly how i pictured them beating the heat and they did it they did it the right way but now stylistically they're gonna play a lot different with this that wall that the heat build the nets don't have the defenders to do that the way they start their uh the way their starting lineup looks if I'm them, I'm setting up the pick and roll. I'm switching Blake Griffin, and I'm dumping it down to Giannis every time. It's a guaranteed bucket. Or if I'm starting Brooke Lopez, that's fine. I'm going to start Brooke Lopez. Sure, the Nets are going to do the same thing coming back where they switch it off. They run that pick and roll. But defensively, the Bucks have a better team defensively mentally to where these guys know what to do. They know how to help. I'm not saying they're going to stop Kevin Durant. They're not going to stop James Harden but they will do a better job at containing these guys. And when one goes to the bench, these guys are going to just go bucket for bucket with them. It's going to be a great series. I think it's going to go seven, but I have to take the Bucks because they're just, they have the size, they have the shooting, they have everything to, to match up with this team. The thing is, the Bucks are not going to keep scoring at the rate that the Nets are going to score. So all the Nets need is to string together two to three stops and the game is over in, in the fourth quarter. You miss two or three buckets against the Nets and the game is over. That's simple. Same could be said about the Nets. If they no, don't make two the or Nets three can buckets, come back and score. No, because like, if they don't make two or three buckets, they don't play defense. They can't they can't do anything. 
They don't play defense. You're judging that off the regular season where they were just... No, I'm judging it off the last series, too. Tatum's dropping 50 points a fucking game. They let Tatum drop 50 a game because no one else is going to score. They let Tatum drop 50 a game because no one else is going to score, bro. Yeah. They let well, we said, Tatum... No, because they don't Tatum have... Score, they don't have a defender that can... Limit everybody else. They don't have a defender that can stop anyone. That's the problem. Now, Jason Tatum, don't get me wrong, is a bucket. He's a great player. He's working his way to becoming a great player. But still, you have to do something better than what they did. They didn't do enough defensively. Now, you got three guys that can get a bucket. Actually, all five guys in that starting lineup can get a bucket. And all the guys coming off the bench can get uh, a bucket. Forbes coming off the bench. P.J. Tucker coming off the bench. And let's not forget, P.J. Tucker, when uh, the Warriors faced Houston uh, a few years ago, and Houston almost won that series, who was guarding Kevin Durant? Did do Tucker. a good job. He did a good enough job to where they stretched it to six and seven games both years. Okay, Didn't if they? You're, if you're going to put P.J. Tucker on the court, you're going to be handicapped offensively. No, you're not. No, you're not. You are. No, you're not. You throw him in the corner. You throw him in the corner. That's it. Yeah. Just go stand in the corner. Corner three is the same as last year. I watched him play. His corner three is not the same at all because he's not getting a lot of corner three. Listen, Budenholzer is going to adjust properly. Because he's a good coach. And he'll put I wouldn't be surprised if we see the ending lineup being the 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 end of game lineup, excuse me, being Giannis, PJ Tucker, uh Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. And is D Vincenzo playing or, or what's going on he, with him? He's out for the year. He's out for the year. So they're gonna have to mm. start So what? Lopez. It's gonna be Lopez. They're probably gonna throw Tucker in there. Tucker will probably take his spot. Or Forbes. Forbes is a bucket. Forbes can uh, drop yeah. threes like Joe you know Harris can. What's happen when Forbes is in the fucking game? What? They're going to give the ball to James Harden. They're going to tell everybody to get the fuck out of the way. And then you they're going to cook Forbes. You give the ball to James Harden. James Harden misses a lot of shots. Oh, I'll okay. I'll tell you that right now. Right. Yeah. 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 We'll see. They're not going to be doing this cute little driving to the hoop shit because that's not going to work. Because you know why? Because the fucking the fear of the deer is going to come. All right? Giannis is going to come swat that shit off the backboard. That's what he's going to fucking do. Fear my fucking nuts. <laughs> thanks for joining us on another episode of the unreal podcast with ish tire and vegas c we hope you enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe and download these episodes guys until next time i'm ish i'm z take it easy